Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. Stop what you're doing right now. Go to the link below. Go to the description, wherever you're listening to, whatever podcast outlet you listen to, and subscribe right now to the 10-minute review podcast where we do all of our reviews of classic projects, new projects, future projects in 10 minutes. So you can listen to it on the train, the bus, walking while you're taking a shit, uh, before you have sex with your girl in the middle of the day during your lunch break. It doesn't matter when you do it. You got 10 minutes. That's all you need to find out what's popping in the hip hop world. But let's go right into our special guest all the way from Chicago, dropping one of my favorite albums of 2019. Full review in the link below. That's a preview of what I think about it. My man, Water. Water, how are you? Peace, man. Everything well, man. I just, I can't complain. You know, I'm, I'm right here with you, so everything is love. Man, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Anytime I get music that blows my mind, I am always eager to talk about it. Your project with Pharma Beats Dispensary is out now. Once again, link in the bio. Let's yes, dive right into it because this is a project that maybe wasn't on the radar of a lot of the more well-known artists, whatever that means. But if people are paying attention, your album is neck and neck with any other albums that came out, in, at least in my opinion, this year. How did this project, Dispensary with Pharma Beats, Come, came to be how did this where did it start from and how was that process uh creating this because this is this is not a slouch and this is in-depth stuff and almost besides i think ty no features either this is just this is like i'm making a statement i'm going for it yes, how sir. did this happen yes uh oh man that's some great questions i'm a uh you know, put me back in line if if I, you know, fall out of the pathway, you know, and answering the question. But so, you know, uh, first of all, man, I, I, let me let me just get honor to the Almighty, man. You know what I mean? Once again, that we even here right now. You know, I want to let me do that. Um, and I say this: um, much respect to you for having me on the show. You know, um, and everybody out there in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? In so Brooklyn. So. How uh, me and Farmer came about, um, you know, he had I heard the project he did with uh with Rome Streets, right? At that uh Streets Pharmacy. And and that was a that was a work of art right there. And just listening to his sound, and then I like what he did with, with Mooch as well. He I like the music he followed up with him. Heroin Farm. Yes, uh, heroin farm. So um hearing them projects. I became a fan of Pharma Beats, along as those artists uh, mentioned, and um, and and I just like his sound. You know, what I mean, it was a, it was some unique sounds. It wasn't the the normal um, music that people would sample from. Um, and so um, I reached out to him. I said, "Yo, man, I love to work with you." He was open. He liked what I was doing. I, I believe he heard the project with Dirty Digs. I did uh, Wizard of the Crystal last summer. And um, then he showed love, and, and we and we reached out. It started off as an EP. Um, he just threw me a batch of beats. I found I picked about five, five or six of them that um, resonated with me. And then um, 
as time went on, I said, man, you know, you got some more. Let's 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 open it up. Let's open the bag up. You know what I mean? And um, he sent me another batch. I was able to come up with another six records. And um, you were inspired. The pen was inspired. Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 like you said, in regards to the features, the lack of features, or or the the high presence of just me, um, I noticed that. Um, that project that I just mentioned with uh, Dirty Digs, The Wizard of the Crystal, on, on that project, I had quite a few features on there. Uh, shout out to Supreme Cerebral. Shout out to uh, Ty Ferris once again. Me and him, we got the uh, we got something special coming real soon. I got to get um, him on the show, man. Bulls versus Pistons. That's coming soon. That should be next Ooh, up. I'm a Bulls um, fan. We'll talk about that, too. Um, yeah, let, me note, let me note that. Right now. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, I just wanted to, you know, um, I had uh, Noah, Noah the Flood on there. I had Killer Cali on there. And um, Recognize Ali was also on that project. So, with you know, and, and, and I got love for all of them. Um, I'm fans of all of them as well. But I just wanted to come out um, and show the people a, a, a body of work where it's majority me and just, you know, and let them know what, um, what I have in store. Yeah, I could definitely tell when I was listening to the album, I I tend not to want I as a listener, just as a putting my like podcast cap off, I always come from a mm-hmm. perspective of I just enjoy this type of music. So I'm always gonna be listening. I love discovering new things and new sounds and new hip hop artists. That's just what I do by nature. If I was doing the show or not, I'm always going to do that. And once I like somebody, I just follow them to the end of time. Even if their albums suck, I'll still right. follow it because I just want to see the journey, right? So, of course, mm-hmm. I, at this point, just like you, Farm Beats at this point was blowing up. So when I heard and I saw that this was coming out, I'm like, if Farm is doing with water, then I got to go check out water. That's how it works, right? right? When you respect someone, right. you respect who they work with. So that's what I did. Like, of course, I found uh, the Chinese water torture, and I was like, short, mm-hmm. sweet, to the point. I want mm-hmm. more of this. Of course, it's not for Dirty Digs. I found the Dispensary album to be a mix of eclectic sounds, but also was, I feel, the way I was listening to it was... This guy has a voice, like your voice and the way you the way you rhyme is kind of like I was eager to hear you live, like just talking yeah. to you to see how much of it was just your natural tone or how much of it like you would project into the into the into the mic. Right. So you have that husky right. voice, but you're also like rapping from the back of your voice, really getting like that growl on and like different from yeah. Rome Street where he's like super finesse. He's super yes, finesse. Sir. You're like, yeah. and I was like, it's like a growling voice and a lot of people don't have that is that something you developed as early on or is that something just comes out naturally in the booth um i think um i would say it comes out naturally in the booth i i I say this though um it's funny like my voice has been through some changes right not the not the regular um you know, growing up, adolescent, you puberty. know, puberty. No, not not that. Like, oh um, shit, mom, know. dad, I it, got I got hair coming out my balls. Not that. We're not talking not about that. that. No, no, not that. It was something to where I don't know. I was I was damn this scared myself. Like my voice was real, 
way more scratchy, way more yeah. raspy. I don't know if it was because I was smoking heavy or what, but or um or what. But um over time it it, it, it kind of calmed down. And um I think that just being um passionate in the booth, that's where it come out. It probably is more of a growl in the booth just because when I'm when I'm when I'm speaking, it's like, you know what I mean? Like a dragon. You know what I mean? It's like No, that that's how it felt like. There's some yeah. MCs who are lyrically really good with the pen. But when right. you hear them, it's like I don't feel it though. And right. and we'll I point that out in the other like in the review podcast. I'll be like, I the lyrically is like dope, but I don't feel like I don't like the your voice as a muscle yeah. and yeah. as an instrument, as Farmer would that's say, it. is so that's important. It. I think you have a, such great control with that. Saying that, let's rewind back when you were like near embryo stage of your life. Like, how did hip hop get into your veins where you're like you needed to produce music? Because everyone has a different starting point with hip hop and how we got introduced with it. What was your entry point to this? Well, um, my cousin, um, like, I, I, let me start with my pops. Let me start with, let me start with my, my father. You know, my, my father, he opened my ear, you know, so he, he, he opened my ear to a wide range of music. I remember being young, riding around and my pops would turn on his, the Spanish channel. And, 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 and I'm like, daddy, we don't speak Spanish. Like, we don't know what they saying. What you doing? They playing the music. And I, you know, I'm young. I'm, and he like, you know, first he just checking me like, this is my radio. And then second, he like, nah, you need to just open up your ear. So, I mean, just from 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 hearing all different vast varieties of music, um, jazz being a, a heavy influence, um, and him, you know, being an Earth, Wind & Fire fan, and then just growing up, um, being a teenager, my cousin opened me up to, um, you know, uh, Notorious Big and you know you know the the legends the 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 Mount Rushmore is a rap right and um and so I remember uh, being 11 years old writing my first rhyme and you know what I mean so um I think just um hearing the the different styles of music and then wanting to uh, have an experience of my own uh, led me to um, where I am today. But you know, being young, I was just playing around with it. See, my coming up, man, I was more of a, a sports guy, right? You know, so like I played ball running back at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. You know what I mean, I played running back in the Badgers, man. man. So I was, I, I was thinking I was gonna have another path the whole time. I, I did. I've been doing music this entire time. Like I said, since I was eleven. You know, lunchroom battles in high school. You know, that was a thing. Like, you know, even the, uh, um, you know, when it's, uh, what is it called? Uh, homecoming and, you know, you gotta, and we having battles then too, right? So, um, in a different activity. So, you know, I, I, I went through the, the gauntlet of, of coming up, right? And, um, and all of that, you know, just brought me to where I am today, man. You know what I mean? In Chicago, Chicago's an interesting hip-hop place. In, and in general, Chicago, any fans of anything Chicago, Bulls, things like that, there's a uniqueness to Chicago fans where they're they're very vocal, very loyal, very ravenous 
fans in general. I mean, the Chicago market for any sports team and music are very passionate and they will let you know. But the hip hop scene in Chicago is very crowded at the moment mm. from upstarts mm. to like Dizzy, who's like a 19 year old coming up to Vic Spencer to the mm. then the more people on the forefront, like, you know, whatever the gospel MC is, um, his name escapes me chance. You know, there's all oh, right. Yeah, right. There's so <laughs> many different, you got is even in Vic Mensa, all those people, there's so many different layers, but there is a nice resurgence in, in people like you, people like, like Spencer, who are, in my opinion, the real heart of Chicago hip hop. What what is Chicago hip hop like? Because it's definitely different than Brooklyn style hip hop. Oh yeah, yes sir. Okay, that's a man. That's another good question, and and I'm glad you asked this question. Um, I'm glad you asked this question. So, uh, Chicago hip hop is like this, from my experience coming up, right? Um. You got your people, um, your, your pioneers, you know, uh, of course you could even, you know, your common and twisters and all that, but you got people before that, um, you know, like, uh, like the ill state assassins and, and different ones like that. And you got your do or dies and, you know, or, or whatnot, but all of those, uh, pioneers have spawned a different generation. Like you mentioned, uh, uh, the Spencer, Spencer and Mensa, and, and um, but we also got ones like uh, Phil Moore Green, Don't and um, yeah, yeah, he did him and uh, Rashi Hadi. What, what's so crazy? Like I'm, I'm over here at Rashi Hadi spot right now. You know, Rashi Hadi, uh, a legendary Chicago producer. You know what I mean? So the the you you ask what Chicago hip hop is like? It's 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 vast, man. We got we have the real soulful. Um, styles like Rashid Hadi, the your Ill Browns, you know, um, Thelonious Monks. But then you got, um, you know, more of the, the modern generation as well, sounds as well. I, I keep it real. Like, I don't necessarily follow that other style too much. I'm I'm in my lane. I'm trying to build what I'm doing, but I, I respect what all the different styles here in Chicago. But those names I just mentioned, though, um, are doing some, like, you know, I appreciate the respect you got for me and for Vic, you know what I mean? And like I said, I think it's, it's, it's some other ones that's bringing light to the city, too, like like Rashid, Hadi, Phil, or, you know, they, um, we all trying to build it up, man. We, we trying to show show Chicago in a different light, you yeah, know what you I can, mean? You can, in the hip-hop circle, you wake up, I think Chicago has a strong claim to being, like, at the top or very near the top. The mm. only other place I can think about that could rival that at the moment, I'm talking about current MCs, maybe not the whole right. history, uh-huh. um, is that whole Roch- Rochester crew. Besides Griselda, that's because there's three of them. Yeah. Um, but Rochester with Ito, the cloth, p- pounds, that group is pretty... I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, who would I... I didn't know they was all riding together. I know, and I know about all, all three of them. They're all in the same, like they're all in Rochester area. So when you just uh, think of that, I'm like, you know, we could put a pay per view of all the <laughs> MCs from each state and just let them go at it. Um, and I would have a feeling Chicago, uh, Buffalo, and Rochester would be like there. 
I mean, I yeah. want Brooklyn to win, but yeah. I, I can't name. I, there's a few. I mean, there's Joey. I love Joey, but Joey's not active right. enough to be right. out there. That's in my it. opinion. Don't be knocking me. Yeah. Well, you could. My DM, no, DM's like open Joey. if people want to bring it. Bring I like it. Joey. I, I, right. I like Joey. Joey nice. Yeah, Joey's nice. Saying that, let's get right into what we really need to talk about because yes, let's do it. It's Chicago Bull. I'm a Chicago Bull fan. I grew yes, up sir. in New York. I was a, I'm an anti Nick fan. I don't believe uh. in the Nick craziness. <laughs> Nick fans are absolutely nutcases and believe anything, and they they believe their own dreams. Right. You're not getting Zion. You're not getting KD. You maybe you'll get Kyrie Irving, and you'll probably deserve to get that crazy guy because he's gonna right. sell you out real quick when he bums out his <laughs> knee on the second game on the home floor. Chicago. Which year Chicago Bull team is the best? Is it 96? Is it 97? Hey, I mean, I, I mean, we we got to go with the with the 72 and 10. I mean, we got to go so. 72 cuz cuz not only did they do that, they won the chip like 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 even though, you know, uh Golden State, they did their thing with what they do 83 and 9, but they lost the chip. So it's like they broke it. Yeah, you. Meant nothing, I mean, what, it meant nothing. Yeah, don't really see that's and that's that's a hard thing to do to do seventy two and ten and win it all. Yeah, I think that's. I might have to go with that squad, man. But you know, so putting put Jordan on the side for now. Who's your who's uh who's up there in your favorite uh Chicago Bull player? Oh man, if, if Jordan to the side, you know, you know who we riding with, man. We, I mean, everybody might not do it, but I'm riding with Rose, man. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Rose, Derek Rose. Oh, are dude. we talking about all time? All time, all time yeah. Dude? Put Jordan yeah. on the side. You're, you're, you're I, love, right. I love Scotty, but like Rose, and even though he ain't win it all, man, it's just with him being from the from the city. You know what I mean? With him being from the city and. And you know he came in. Is- he came in when the Bulls were like really down, and he came back and gave him a spark, gave Chicago and basketball man. team some hope. He did, and I never forget when when LeBron was with Miami. That bum. Yeah, it probably Don't was get- his MVP year. I think it was Rose MVP year. Like Rose, he was balling against D Wade and Bron in his prime, and they prime, and he it was. It was just, it was, it was, uh, you know. D Rose is a perfect candidate. D Rose is a perfect candidate to be like put underneath a water booth and put titanium, liquid titanium in like Wolverine style. Because that bug, his bone is brittle as hell. So he, I think that'll be, someone go kidnap him and make him uh, basketball's Wolverine. (laughs) I'll go with a more, I'm a sentimental Bulls fan. I'm not. I don't fuck with the NBA too much these days. Sorry, sorry to my to my co-host Calzinius. I apologize. I'm not a big hip, uh, basketball fan right now because I just I'm not into the super team kind of thing. Um, so I'll wait for it to kind of get back to elbows to the nose is all good. Um, Bill Lambeer type of basketball. That's my style. Yeah. Um, I love Tuno, Tony Kukoc. Just my dude. I don't know why people be knocking Tony. But like in terms of like the European movement, 
Everyone kind of looks at Dirk Nowitzki. I look at Tony Kukoc. They they went out. They went to the other side of the world to bring this dude, and my dude right. was just waiting, just doing the dishes, the three with the beautiful haircut yeah. at the same time. <laughs> like my dude was crucial to those games. Uh, so yeah. I I'm a big yeah. Tony Kukoc fan. So I need to go get I that was- vintage jersey. Yeah, see, see, I, I tell you, see, Kukoc, he get love here too. It was just the Bulls, how they brought him out, they shouldn't have did it because they they brought him out like he was gonna replace Mike. Like it was like, oh, don't worry about Mike, we got Kukoc. Like he's, and it was like, cut it out. You know what I mean? They shouldn't have. If they didn't do that, he'll get even more love. But Kukoc gets love. Like you gotta respect what he did. He was the sixth man of the year. He. He was clutch. He was clutch. He was clutch, for sure. My Man Waters, if you haven't checked out the album, go check out the album. If, you, if you're if you into buying stuff, go go buy the stuff right now. The link is below. Not only is it, I believe, it one of the best albums of 2019, it's also like just the physical packages and the presentation of the artwork that's around. This album is also top-notch. Shout-out to Farmer Beats, who's already... Already killing it and within like a two-year span has really made, uh, cemented his legacy in the game and very important person in pushing young artists. And he doesn't like, he doesn't like, he doesn't want the notoriety. He wants good MCs to be in the forefront and that's why I want him to win because he gets what this is about. Don't cut the man a royalty check. Don't, 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 don't just, you know, yeah. enter. Yeah. Um, saying that, yeah. check out the album. Check out the review as well. I go in depth. You have an idea where I'm going, but maybe my partner has a different opinion. We'll see. I'm not going to reveal. Go click the link. If you like what you hear, subscribe and all, all that good stuff, all that jazz. My man Waters, I appreciate your time. And uh, yes, I look sir. forward to LeBron not making the playoffs this year. Saying that, <laughs> Crush a Lot Podcast. <laughs> Peace. All right, peace. Peace to you.